Hello everyone, I am Matthew Thomas. I am in the lovely Granger, Indiana with two fantastic guys. They are our featured artist of the week. They are Hourglass. We got Andrew on the vocals, Alec and guitar. That's right. Alec on the bass, can't forget the guitar. I, very I important. That. And they have slipped me twenty dollars, so they are this week's <laughs> featured artist of the week. Yeah. How you guys doing? We're doing, doing really good. How are you? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. And I want to start off this interview with some a very out there question. Yeah. I'm curious. So if you guys are stranded on a desert island and you get one band's whole discography, who are you going oh, with? Oh, that's easy. Kiss. Kiss. Oh, both. <laughs> both. Oh, wow. That's easy, yeah. Because they uh, see Kiss, everybody's like, oh, they just write songs about women or whatever. I mean, they do, but at least they all sound different. So. Yeah, still, <laughs> they, every album's different. You got you know, 70s good rock, variety. you got... Disco, you got pop, you got uh, hair metal, you got grunge, <laughs> <crunch, laughs> you, got, you got it all. So, uh, well, which Alive album are you going with first? Kiss Alive 1. Yes. Yeah. Superior. Yes. First one. Superior. Uh, I'm a fan of Alive 2. Alive 2 is still good. The studio side is good. You know. I, I think Alive 1 just, it captures that just whole live experience. It's so That's powerful. Yeah. Didn't they make like four or five of them, I think? There's um, Alive 1, 2, 3, then there's then Kiss there's Unplugged. Symphony. Then there's Kiss Symphony. That then counts there's, as four. There's Kiss <laughs> the Millennium Kiss concert. Alive Millennium Concert, which was supposed to be four, but it was so terrible they didn't release it. <laughs> yeah, it was later. pretty bad. I still haven't listened to that all the way through. Kiss Rocks Vegas, which isn't that good. <laughs> they just progressively get slightly and slightly. See, now, now everybody's right. probably wondering why that why we picked their discography. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if these two are ever stuck on a desert island, they're going to be listening to Kiss. That's right. That's For right. me, I'm going to go with Iggy Pop. Because you get the Stooges, which is like the Fun House, which is my favorite album. You got Raw Power, and then you have the whole solo stuff, which goes from like punk music to rock music to metal music to spoken word. You get everything. I gotta listen to some Iggy Pop. I haven't really gone too far listening. What's that to song? It. He wants to be your dog or whatever. Yeah, I want to yeah, be your yeah, dog. That's, that. that's one of the only ones. I yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's the first album. So well, listen to some Iggy that's Pop. That's a good one. I yeah. think just about everybody's goal is to look like Iggy Pop without their shirt when they're seven. Yeah, I don't yeah. even look, look that like good leather. now. Twenty three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He not, says not that he looks good, but better than I look. He's in pretty good shape, and he and for a guy who can walk around shirtless at like age seventy, yeah, that's pretty good. That's true. Yeah, doesn't have the gigantic uh, pot belly. Yeah, <laughs> so he stays in incredible shape. I don't know how he does it. All he says is he does a few laps in the pool each day. Uh, that's not bad. I wish I could do that and Keeps look like that. He's hydrated too. Yes, it would help to have a pool. Yeah, well, yeah. well you'll, you'll have one by next week, I'm yeah, sure. So. Oh, of course. After the Smokestack yeah, show, yeah. I'm sure you guys will We're have gonna a pool. We're going to be millionaires. <laughs> Our glass goes platinum. <laughs> well, yeah, especially with this that I'm holding up, even though you can't see because this is an audio recording. <laughs> you'll take a picture of it. That's right. So you're going to have your first official release, the In Vogue EP. How was it writing and recording this EP? Let's see, uh, writing it... That wasn't too bad because uh, I wrote most of these songs within the last three or four years and uh, I just picked like the best of what I've written so far to play with the band and everything so it's, you kind of work on them and then it's like well I don't know what I'm going to do with these and then you put it together a band and then uh, you play them and then you record them and it's like oh crap. They have to pass. Yeah. <laughs> and really, you know, Ansel Andrew is the main songwriter obviously and so he writes the songs, brings them in and you know, they're already good as it starts and as the band arranges it, you know, with the way the drums went on there, that kind of changed the vibe of the song and the bass playing kind of changed the vibe of the song. It's it's still, you know, a band recording. It sounds, you can hear the three of us on there, you know, it sounds good. You just add stuff to make it better. That's right. Because I wrote them on acoustic guitar, so 
You gotta electrify it, yeah. Yeah, you put it all together, add some some special sauce. And, uh, <laughs> you get. and I'm I'm curious, how'd you come on the name Invoke? Uh, I don't know, I just had I was trying to come up with all these names because I'm not gonna come up with names. <laughs> oh, you got hourglass. <laughs> so, I know. <laughs> and uh, so uh, what did I do? I just yeah, I just had this list there. I was like, okay, that doesn't sound terrible. I'll put this on this list. So then I sent it to the other guys, and uh, they kind of came up with their top couple picks and uh i think we just went with that one yeah and then maybe i'm wrong but in vogue that kind of means like in style you know current yeah. that type of thing so hourglass is obviously in style of course and, uh, you know we're the thing to be listening to right now so it's just kind of a good cocky title right there so it works out <laughs> I, I like that good yeah. marketing that's, that's right, right. <laughs> hourglass the hottest hottest thing in south bend in granger right now that's do true. you want to pull out the disc and read what's on the <laughs> All right, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull this out. Read this right here. Right, Probably nobody will notice this. Copyright 2020 by Andrew. Andrew Benson. Thank you. <laughs> for uh, for Hourglass, the most macho band in town and all around. This this a demonstration of our superiority. TCB. <laughs> <laughs> I love I it. See no faults. And I'm probably the first person to read this, and it is recorded. Yeah, nobody's seen that yet except us. So, not out for another week. And that's a very macho thing. I could say that right now. All right, so Andrew, so what's yeah. kind of your writing process on this? Do you come up with like the music first, the lyrics? How do you do? It? Um, music first. I'll just be fooling around on guitar, and then if something sounds cool, kind of try to figure it out, like what sounds good as an intro or a verse or a chorus or a bridge or something and then um, build a song around that kind of and then after that I'll go for like a melody and then um, kind of figure out again which parts go where and then after that you work on lyrics and basically the lyrics I'll start like if I come up with some kind of word or phrase or something I'll usually put that somewhere first and then build around that so I don't really know what I'm doing, I just do it. <laughs> That's the and, best way. And you do it, and it's fantastic. Oh, thank you very much. Do you listen to music like when you write, or like, what kind of inspirations do you do when you're writing and recording music? I listen to a bunch of stuff, but yeah, I guess when I'm writing, uh, I don't usually I don't usually have like a goal in mind. I just kind of, I'll come up with a bunch of stuff, and then whatever sounds like it'll inspire me, then I usually work on that first. And then uh, when I'm out of ideas, then I go back to the other stuff and see what, what sucks and what doesn't suck. But um, see, a lot of people will like kind of build stuff on their phones. You know, I don't really do that. I, I like record an idea so I don't forget it. And if it's good, I'll remember it. And then um, with like words, lyrics and stuff, then I, I always write them in a notebook or something. Because you know, if I lose my phone or it breaks in half, then I lose it forever. And paper is harder to lose. So. That's right, and well, no one can see this again, this audio recording. I actually have paper notes with me. See, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> exactly. No, it's, it's so much easier to have it on paper, because then you can see it, instead of going on your phone, or maybe you can't find it on your phone. Paper is right here. Then, <laughs> and then when we all make it big, we can sell it for lots of money. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> or it'll be in the um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like Green Day's lyrics are. Yeah, see? Or Smithsonian or something. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I, I'm sure, again, by next week, all that stuff will be in those museums. That's right. <laughs> Alright, so, I keep talking about next week. If people don't know, you should know. And if you don't have plans, or if you do have plans, it doesn't do matter. Go. Yes. <laughs> Hourglass will be playing their CD release show. It's at Smokestack Brew this Friday. I believe it starts at 8 p.m. What can people expect from this show? Uh, Hourglass. Hourglass. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to uh, play our EP in its entirety. It's going to be out of order. 
And then uh, we're gonna For play. Coolness. We're gonna That's play right. a couple, couple new songs, and then a couple cover songs. Uh, and then you can buy shirts from us for 20 bucks. You can buy the CD for five bucks. We'll sign it. We'll do whatever. Uh, you can expect loud rock and roll music, power trio of awesomeness. That's, need to know. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> uh, we got we got the Barney Muggers Street Band is going to be playing before us, bringing some uh, some bluesy like, blues rock, rock belly yeah. type thing. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. They're like an old school blues rock band. I yeah. I, I dig it. Yeah, I, I, don't, I haven't heard too much of their music because I don't know how much is actually out. But I flipped through some of their Facebook videos and their YouTube videos. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, pretty cool. Uh, and then we got Gen X closing the show, I believe. Yes, they're uh, they're playing. The, we're going to call it the after party. <laughs> Well, because you guys are the main event, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, this, uh, see, another thing people don't know, this wasn't supposed to be our EP show. We were trying to put one together in September, and then that just completely fell apart because of uh, COVID stuff. So they smokestack asked us if we were just doing it this show since we were already booked for it. So we kind of converted it into the EP show. And I know I've seen you guys with a five-star dive bar in Elkhart. You guys get a great show, and that was kind of just on the fly. Like yeah. You guys are just called in because the because you guys are just so awesome. They said, "Hey, we want you guys back." <laughs> exactly. So please, <laughs> please, Hourglass. <laughs> so, how do you prepare for a show? Any um, kind of certain things you guys do, or you just kind of go out and rock faces? We practice. <laughs> That's an important thing. Yeah, rehearsing is very important. <laughs> That's right. So usually we'll start with like our songs that we know we're going to play. So like four songs on the EP are going to automatically be there. Then we don't want to play a lot of cover songs, so I got extra songs they have written so uh we'll work on those and then you also need some good times in there so we got throwing some good times covers and uh well you can see what we play next week because that's right can you give any hints of what kind of covers you're going to play good ones strong ones <laughs> powerful <laughs> rock ones. and roll rock and roll <laughs> all right rock and roll music <laughs> all right well if, if anyone's very curious you got to show up smokestack crew this friday to see hourglass and other great bands as well I'm curious, you guys, you guys have been very busy. You, you know, wrote, recorded, produced, uh, distributed, gonna be, dist you know, oh, distributing. Yeah. The CD, you had shirts. Paul Erdman produced it, so he did some of the work. That's <laughs> right. And uh, Local and, celebrity. And, and Andy Peck at uh, Dirty White Couch Studio. And then Trey Gray helped us with drums and uh, editing and stuff, so. Uh, we, we, have, we had a good team, yeah. And how was it working with all those great guys? Like, how, how was it um, just recording with those people? That was really cool. Um, it's nice and peaceful. They, they know what they're doing, you know. It was a new environment for us going into an actual studio, you know, working on that. So we, we had the songs practiced, but actually putting them together to sound good on a studio recording. It was, it was pretty interesting, so we're glad we had them uh, working with us. You know? that's, that's also good to have fresh ideas on songs, like it, especially for me, if I've had them sitting around for a while. Yeah. I kind of, I'm like, this is what it is. <laughs> and then they add stuff, you know, the band adds stuff, and then uh, you hear people who weren't involved in that, and they're like, well, what if you had this? This might be cool. And then you kind of take suggestions there, and you're open to compromises, and I think everything worked out really well. Sounds really cool. I think everybody will like it a lot. So yeah, you know, like the I wrote this song like this. It has to be like this. Oh yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not really, I'm not really like that at all. Cause uh, yeah, as long as the song's good, it'll pretty much always be good. It's kind of hard to screw it up. So it's if you have, true. if you have a bad song, it's a lot of work to make it good. <laughs> and if you have good songs, it's a lot of work to make it not good. So well, it helps you. You have a solid band. I like to think they are good songs. <laughs> We only have good songs, so that's right. There we go. Yeah. Well, I, I like I listened to the whole EP. 
and I like it's kind of like a chill rock vibe to it. That's yeah. kind of what I got out of it. That um, it's kind of just like that pop rock style, and it's just to me it was very relaxing. I don't know if that was what you're going for, <laughs> but this is relaxing is good. I, I like to sit back and listen to music. Uh, it, we we could have easily just done a recording with loud guitars and drums and stuff, but uh, we kind of talked about it. We wanted to make kind of a more old school sounding. Yeah, and it's definitely, it's refreshing, uh, especially you know, with the the music climate right now. That you either have like overly pop music or you have like heavy death metal music. Yeah, now there's just everything's so extreme now. There's all these metal bands which are great, and yeah, there's there's already a lot of great metal bands around here, and there's already you know there's a lot of heavier bands than us. So I kind of wanted to set us apart and yeah. do something different. And I think it's got a lot of layers to it too, because you know, between me and Andrew, we like a lot of different music. Like we, we like pop music, we like classic rock, blues, and we like, you know, even like you said, some heavy metal bands and all that. So it's just like, that's where all of our inf influence came from. So the way we play it is like that, but it's just like a mishmash of everything, you know, all together there and it sounds good, so. Yeah, and I agree, and I really like the old school sound because again, you know, as I said, not many bands are doing like that old school sound in this area. No, yeah. standing out, and you're just putting out some great music. Then the other thing great about working with uh, Paul and Andy and Trey is they've got a, a lot of really cool gear and stuff at their studio. So, I mean, we use like a lot of vintage equipment and uh, high class mics and stuff. So it's like you put it, you put good in. I think this is what. Paul said, if you put good in, you get good out. Something That's right. like that, so. And you tell the production values, they're high. I mean, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't sound like you guys just recorded this and rushed it. You guys took your time. You actually did this all right. Yeah. <laughs> That's, what it, we, That's the we, goal. We, we made sure we rehearsed everything a lot. <laughs> and then um, we did pre-production with Paul, and he kind of got his, his brain turning, and then... Uh, Kind of thought of some things we would try and the stuff that's on the ep we recorded like some extra like layers and stuff but if it didn't work we just took it out and threw it away so yeah you have to the sound's got to be right and you can't have not enough but you can't have too much either right it can't be overproduced but it also can't sound like you did it in your basement at four in the morning yeah. Yeah. we've done that before and <laughs> that it's was not nice. <laughs> demos, but, you know. <laughs> yeah the, the unre unreleased demos which I'm sure will be worth a bunch of money one day. I hope not. They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be on the box set in about 20 or 30 years. Yeah, yes. when we die in the plane crash. Yeah, well, oh, maybe, maybe not that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, no one's going to be dying in a plane crash anytime soon. I have to put that in. My lawyers told me. Okay. <laughs> All right, but I right, moving on. I found this actually pretty interesting. I want to know your guys' thought on it. So I did the first interview with you guys, which is your guys' first and only interview until now. Yeah, correct. I got to brag a little bit. That's all right. Exclusive. <laughs> you, know, you sent me over some photos for I can use for the video for it, yeah. and I saw you know, like some of the photos you guys took at the like the, the in between area of the DoubleTree and the Century Center. I saw there was yeah. like a brick area. <laughs> yeah. How was it doing that photo shoot? Like, how did that idea come about? Let's see. So, all right, Alec, you start because yeah, you, you knew the photographer. It was pretty fun. Uh, so I was getting ready to go on vacation at that point for a couple weeks, and we were just. Uh, I think it was a couple days after we played at Smokestack for the first time. We just did an open jam on early January. And so I was like, well, crap, you know, like if we start getting booked for places, because even that first open mic, we kind of got a lot of attention and talked to a lot of people there. So we're like, well, we're going to need pictures. So just hit up my friend, Mr. Jacob Beebe, because uh, I know Shout he's got out some good cameras. So he takes some good pictures I saw on his Instagram, and we're like, okay, we'll figure out a place to go. We thought about Notre Dame or whatever. Just figured downtown's a good area. 
and the pictures we took in that little Century Center bridge, it just looked really cool, I thought. So. Plus, it was raining that day. It was raining, so we couldn't go outside. Which it should have been snowing because it was January, but yeah, it was raining. I think it was January 11th. I think so. Yeah. Saturday. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had a, we had a, well, actually, I was in Michigan that day, and I was a, they had a really big snowstorm, an ice storm that day. So I, I, I know exactly where I was on yeah, that day. We must have got the bottom end of it then. Yeah, the, the, the snow wintery mix that if you're not really from Indiana, you don't understand what it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought the photos, they looked really cool. They looked very professional. And I liked it. Like, oh, I know exactly where that is. It's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> especially like, oh, I know those people. I know where that is. I think the, the lighting that day helps, with, especially in the, the tunnel part, because it was, you know, all gray skies and uh, raining. And there's still some snow on the ground, I think. But um, I don't know, it kind of made it look different because a lot of people take pictures in there. But I... They don't really turn out like that, so yeah. I guess we got lucky. <laughs> Worked well. Well, you guys are just so macho. The That's photos right. just <laughs> irradiated the exactly. photos. <laughs> I'm going to have to double your pay now. <laughs> and so, you guys, again, as I said, you guys have been doing a lot of stuff. You've been really busy with writing, recording, and everything. What's kind of your advice for, like, up-and-coming bands or people who want to start a band? Don't don't chase trends. Do what you want to do, because if you... If you're passionate about what you're doing, then it will probably be good. And then uh, just go out. If you don't know anybody like like us, <laughs> we just it's went true. to open mic night and uh, played. And anybody can play there. And uh, the tree, just take it seriously. Don't just goof around and be like, oh, I'm just playing here in town, blah, blah. Like, yeah. Like, go, we, out, go out there like you're doing something important. We got nothing wrong with people who just play for fun. but I mean, we, we know, have fun, too. We, we have fun. around all the time. Yeah, but... We have to have fun. You, yeah. you shouldn't just have, like, a local band mentality. Think of it as, like... In a bigger picture, I think okay. Here I'm playing locally. This is fun. This is we're doing what we want, but we don't want to just be like, you know, no, yeah, oh, yeah. We'll just do it on the fly. We'll do whatever. You know, make sure you practice because then you sound good. Put you thought know, into put it. Put thought into it. Don't just you know. Because if, yeah, if, if you want to, if you want to be a say. big band, which we're not a big band yet, but we're trying. That's our goal. <laughs> but you got to put a lot of work into it, and a lot. You got. You want to make money. You got to spend a lot of money first. So we're way in the hole. Yeah. That's <laughs> what we look for. So make sure you buy t-shirts and make sure you buy an EP so that we can make some of that back. Yeah. Yes, buy it. Any kind of merch that they're selling, <laughs> uh, please please buy it. Please support this great band. Also, I'm sure that these very nice people will autograph it. Like, again, you can't see it, but they did autograph my yes. copy. That's right. <laughs> no extra charge. <laughs> for free. Well, for right now. No. Yeah. Wait, wait two weeks. Until we have our past conventions. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I always ask my guests this question this because I'm always very curious. Right now, outside of Hourglass, what music are you listening to right now? Like this week, you know? This morning I was listening to Johann Sebastian Bach. I saw that post. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's a classic. Well, see, yeah, I started out playing violin when I was five. My mom signed me up for lessons and stuff, so I love all that stuff. See what else I didn't listen to. I listened, I listened to some Muddy Waters last night. You're in old school stuff, I, man. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Slade, Slade Rules, T Rex, Glam Rock. Yeah, I've been since quarantine. I've been into the, to the Glam Rock. So I don't know why people hate it. Like I, I really dig it. I don't know why stuff. like glam rock's in the '80s people either loved it or hated it. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, no, I went back to the '70s. Oh, the 70s, Glam yeah, Slade, oh. Slade in the '70s and T Rex, uh, Sweet, all that good stuff. Alec, how about you? Uh, perhaps my answers aren't quite as eccentric as uh, <laughs> Andrew's. Not you as threw exciting. some good ones out. He, he, yeah, good stuff there. Not anything wrong with that. But, you know, I've, I've been listening. Uh, they just announced and came out with the 30th anniversary remix of uh, Scum Dogs of the Universe by Guar. So I've been listening to that a lot. 
Got a good uh, 90s Grand Funk double live album. I've been listening to that. Nice. Like Andrew said, T-Rex, The Slider. I've been listening to that album a lot still, too. Nice. So, you know, good stuff. G.G. Allen, we've been listening oh, to a lot of G.G. Oh, Allen. I have Man. absolutely not been listening to G.G. Allen, actually. <laughs> he has, not me. No, only a little bit. Wow, that, that's a name. I haven't heard that one in a long time. <laughs> I'd rather not hear that one. <laughs> uh, this week, I actually, I was listening... Actually, to like a, a lot of female-fronted um, hard rock bands. So I started with the Sumo Psycho. I started with them. I listened to Reality Suite out of New Jersey and uh, One Eyed Doll. Alec loves them. Yes. One Eyed Doll is one of my favorite bands as well. Went was, for them to tour again. I was listening to Dirty. That's my favorite album. Witches is probably my favorite. It's good. Yeah. Like they just like it's like the metal and they throw in like punk and like blues like all in the same song yeah. <laughs> and it's got serious stuff they got goofy stuff just a lot of whatever yeah. you want you exactly it's to get into some more some more female friend bands that's, usually yeah. I, I don't get into that stuff I'm not sexist or anything <laughs> not like I, we saw Hailstorm a couple of years ago Hailstorm's always cool um, Dorothy's cool I don't know if you've heard of Dorothy yes she had that song Flawless a couple of years ago I really yeah. like that I song um she released anything else out? Because that was like 2019, I think. I don't know I, think I follow her on Instagram because she's fancy. And, <laughs> but she's also really talented. She's got a really cool yeah. voice. But I think she's working on a new album. Oh, nice. Um, I like uh, Paris. They're like an electronic sort of band. Electronic alternative. They're pretty cool. Yeah. And, yeah there's uh, a lot of good female-fronted bands. Like Andrew said, Hailstorm, like we talked about One-Eyed Doll, I saw Within Temptation a couple years oh, ago. Nice. They're really good. And, Sloth and Rust. Do you know Sloth Rust? Never heard of that. No. Sloth Rust uh, is I pretty might, cool. I might get a bunch of uh, trash for this, but uh, Baby Metal is very good as well. Andrew doesn't like them. No. You know? <laughs> I'm kind of indifferent on them. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, underst- I understand where they're going. I got no problem with that, but I don't know. It never really hit me. It, it, it's it's a strange taste. You know? yeah. <laughs> if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. You know? But uh, where'd you guys see Hailstone? Was that at the Morris in yeah, South Bend? At the Morris in I, I, You were there? Yeah, I was there. I was in actually uh, the we were there. balcony. We met him afterwards. Oh, nice. Like, yes. We were I on the bottom house left, I think. Yeah, I was cheap. I got the upper balcony. Yeah, we yeah. saw him there. I saw him in 2015 at uh, the Orbit Room in Grand Rapids. And nice. then we saw him last year with Alice Cooper, which was oh, that's right. a strange. Yeah, yeah. You were there <laughs> well, I was there too. <laughs> One of the best concerts I've ever been to. Oh man, man. love Alice Cooper. I forgot about Hailstorm, that. That was really so. good too. Yeah, both of both of them together because you have the Hailstorm, which. I don't know, there's something about their live show. I don't really know what it is. Just straight up energy and power. Yeah. I like I like all their Gibson guitars because I'm like a guitar junkie, <laughs> so they bring out a lot of cool stuff. That's pretty much mostly what I pay attention to. Yeah. <laughs> I, like guitar. I like their music. But. Their music's cool, but that guitar. Uh, no, yeah. yeah uh, what's his name? Joe. 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 Joe yeah, Joe and Lizzie. They have like really cool Gibson collections, so. When I go to see Hailstorm, Hourglass comes with me, and we just yeah, don't know. Right. <laughs> we might be there. Alec yeah. will probably always. I'll be probably there. always be there. I, I try to see them as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, I've seen them twice, and I've seen Alice Cooper four times, and I think I've seen I've him seen four times as well. Yeah. Three times. <laughs> I've seen him twice at the Morris. And me too. <laughs> were you at the uh, old National Center last year? No. Oh, I was there. Okay. I, I was I at was, the, I I was at Tinley Park twice with Motley Crue and then Hailstorm. Oh, I didn't see the Motley Crue one. We have seen them at Tinley Park, but that was we saw that with Kiss. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm always curious about this, but what do you guys think about Motley Crue getting back together? I think it's stupid. <laughs> I know they're just cashing in. There's nothing wrong with that. I think they admit it, but uh, yeah, because I mean they admit it without straight up saying we're just cashing in. They're like, well, we got all these new fans now, and I know they're paying attention to their streaming that went way up after the dirt. So yes, which yeah. I really enjoyed. I mean, I really if I was in their shoes, I'd do the same exact thing. So yeah, this. 
it's kind of kind of dumb. I don't see anything wrong with it because you just kind of got to expect that if you're seeing a farewell tour. It's further they might be back, they might not. And I'm not especially a huge Motley Crue fan, but especially on their last farewell tour, they made you know? such a big deal about it. They signed all yeah. these contracts. They're like, no, we we hate each other. We're not going to do this anymore. I, well, I, they uh, blew up the contract, so there's just obviously no one. Yeah, so it's, I, <laughs> I still think that was a bad decision the last time that having Alice Cooper open for him. Because uh, no offense to Motley Crue, but Alice Cooper is just so far superior to everybody that. Uh, should have him open for He's you. He's in a league of his own. Yeah, and so, especially the band he's with, they're he, just superior. Even if you're a good band, he's going to make you look bad. So. <laughs> and Nita and Chuck and everybody in there, you know. Yeah. Just everybody there should be there. Yeah, exactly. That's just how good they are. Yeah. He, but, he's always got great musicians in there. You know, Tommy Lee's cool, though, because he's got that thing with his drums. Yeah. So that, was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. He's still a hillbilly, though. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Lee, don't take offense to anything, don't steal no, me. No, no, they hate everybody. Oh, these cool are the opinions though. of Hourglass. If Motley Crue hates us, that's cool, though, so I don't care. Yeah, they, don't <laughs> like, they, they, they don't like anybody. They're, yeah. they're like, oh, they suck, blah, blah, blah. They get in these fights all the time. Everybody's just like, who cares? You're Motley Crue. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Now, if we get D. Snyder to hate us, too, that'd be cool as yeah, well. He, I feel like he hates it. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> He like hates everybody. Like. Paul Stanley hates me for piss. He blocked me on Twitter. No, really. Well, well what did you do to him? Um, Should you say it? <laughs> it wasn't bad, but you know, no, I, he, don't want to talk too much trash. He's Paul. been he's been lip syncing on this tour, and he was like, "Oh, we're bringing the bombs to wherever we're at," and like the night before, they missed like the click track or something, so he had to sing it live, and it was terrible because oh. he can't really sing anymore because he's old. So I was like, well, I hope you, hope you don't get off the click track tonight so you can lipstick again. And he blocked me. Yeah. I, I saw him four times. We, we saw him four times, times, on, four times on this tour. Knowing each time that they're lipsticking, it's okay. It's okay. Everything else is live. That, so. that should be resume worthy. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah, I got blocked by Paul Stanley. I like, who cares? <laughs> well, actually, probably a lot of people. But. Yeah, but a lot, a lot of people. Yeah, I talk, I talk about it all the time because it's like funny. Well, I didn't know that. But we still like Paul Stanley, though. It's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah much Paul love Stanley's to Paul awesome. Stanley. Yeah. And, and all of the Kiss. Greatest singers of all time. I think time, he's a hypocrite. Opinion. Oh, a little bit, but you know. But he still doesn't deny that Kiss is amazing and Macho and uh, no, a great frontman. And you can't deny with their whole, you know, desire for My favorite album is Destroyer. That is Destroyer's my favorite. Very good. So like, I, you, you can't hate for the legacy they built up. No. Maybe their current stuff. Well, yeah, that's no. up to everyone's opinion. Not for me, but it's Kiss. So <laughs> I gotta go four times. <laughs> yeah, it happens. But, hey, thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. We have Andrew and Alec of Hourglass. Always a fun time chatting with this your second ever interview and That's it right, is with correct. me again. <laughs> got to get that in there. That's right. So He's got exclusive access to Hourglass. That's right. You got the show coming up this Friday, Smokestack Brew, 8 o'clock with Gen we, X and the Muggers, the Barney you, Muggers Street Band. There we go. We've got, um, we got TJ from Medicine Wives filling in on drums for us. So that's going to be cool. Oh, right on. Very Something different to expect. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be rocking out. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I, you know, I did see uh, Medicine Vibes. They canceled all their uh, shows for this year. Yeah, just, to think, with, uh, no. No. <laughs> yes, just to play with... No. Yes, just to play with... Well, if you, if you want us to be honest, after we got a show in Fort Wayne next month, I think we'll probably take the rest of the year off after that, too, because it's supposed to get real bad this fall. Yeah, it's... We've been disappointed so many times, it's just like, okay. Yeah, like, I know you, you kept inviting me to all the church shows. <laughs> <I know. laughs> they get canceled. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we got Will. We were, we're, we're supposed to be playing Artbeat today, and that got canceled. Oh, yes, yeah. It's a very unusual year for 2020, and I know it's kind of hard to judge, but what are your future plans for the rest of this year? We're going to have to find a drummer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't have a drummer right now, but that's all right. And then uh, write some more songs, put together... Uh, 
plan out what we're gonna do next year, I guess. So world domination. World domination is still in effect. That's right. <laughs> oh, might take a little longer. Wow. Of COVID. Just it, gotta get some money. Once we get the money, then we can get the uh, advertising, get the supplies, and we'll see. No real fun till 2021. That's gonna be the year. <laughs> 20, yeah, we thought we thought 2020 this, was gonna be the year. No, 2021 is gonna be that times <laughs> ten. We That's might play great. four Time shows third. instead of three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah, you guys, I'm sure you guys are going to dominate 2021. I'm going to show you have some kick-ass shows. You got the great In Vogue CD that if people don't know, is you can get this on Friday. You can get That's this right. at the show. It'll be available at Orbit Music in Mishawaka if you want to buy it there. It'll G&A. be available at GNA Music in Mishawaka. And it'll be available to stream. I'm pretty sure it's gonna go up Friday, but sometimes CD Baby is slow, so yeah. should be on if a... you want it for sure, come to the show. Exactly. And or get, go to the store. And get a physical copy. I don't know why people do that. It's so much cooler. Yeah, yeah. Especially then, you can get it signed. Huh. Once Hourglass is a big arena rock band and we're very famous, then you can sell this and you can say this is the first edition. You can go on eBay, put it for ten thousand dollars, somebody will buy it, you know? Well, it's an investment. And that'll be by 2021. Exactly. And it'll, and it'll be thirty thousand dollars, not ten thousand. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> hey, thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. Thank I always you, have sir. a great time. You guys are always fun to talk to, and I'm really looking forward to the show. I'm going to say it one more time: Smokestack Brew, eight o'clock this Friday. If you have plans, August 21st. Yes. Yes, August 21st, 2020 it starts at eight. We play at nine. Yes, so be th- be there for sure at 9 o'clock, but also get there earlier. You're going to see the Barney Munger Street Band, great blues rock band. You're going to see Hourglass. You're going to see Gen X. Get some great food. Have some drinks. It's going to be a fantastic time. So if you have plans or if you don't have plans, you do now. Exactly. You heard it here, folks. So again, for Andrew and Alec of Hourglass, I am Matthew Thomas, and thank you for listening.